Hey, everybody. I'm Kelly Wilkness, and I'm here my, with my pal, Anita Joyce, and this is Decorating Tips and Tricks, the podcast. This is episode 292, Your Bedroom Gets Bigger When... dot, dot, dot. And we'll be filling in that blank as we go along in the episode today. And... um we're so happy you guys are with us. We hope you had a great Christmas. Yes, yes. We hope you had a lovely Christmas and maybe you got some uh, some goodies on your list for your house or maybe personal things, but uh, I like to get some things for, for my house too. Um, so today we're going to give you some tips and ideas about how to make your bedroom bigger. You know, no matter what size your bedroom is, it can always be a little bigger or feel a little bigger. So we're not talking about adding square footage today. We're giving you tips on um, choices to make with regard to colors and design and positioning of the items in your room to give it the sense of of being bigger. And you know what? That's really all you need. You don't need to add something on. You, you might just need to move things around and, and change your color palette a little bit. Well, you're right. If you're creative, it's amazing what you can do to improve a room without moving any walls, without any major expenditures of cash. It really is amazing what you can do with something simple. And one of the lessons I learned, and I knew this, but not to the extent I know it now uh, from this huge rug I bought at the farm, is that going with a much larger rug versus a smaller one is going to make your space feel bigger. When you have a little rug, like a skimpy, so for example, in your bedroom, we're probably talking about a rug around your bed. You don't want a rug just at the foot of the bed or just kind of maybe a foot around the edges. You really want a, a rug that looks generously sized for your space. So that's that's the first thing that you can do to really make your room feel bigger. Right. And you might think to yourself, a lot of these tips sound counterintuitive. Like, oh, if I have a small space, why am I going to put a giant rug? It's going to make it look smaller. But that and a lot of the other tips you're going to be hearing today are excellent and solid decorating advice in order to enlarge your space visually. Uh, but it might feel like that wouldn't be the natural way to go. It's like, oh, if it's small, then you have to go small. No, no. Definitely not, and certainly not with regard to a rug. I think that makes a really big difference. And if the rug is of a lighter color, that'll also make the room feel more expansive. Yeah. So, okay. So, Anita mentioned the rug. Mm -hmm. Definitely mm -hmm. a great idea. I don't have a big bedroom. Mm -hmm. Your bedroom is not, I mean, on, you know, on the scale of mid to sort of huge, I would say yours is sort of mid sized too, isn't it? Uh, well, Your closet is huge. It's it's a little on the. I think mine's a little on the big side, actually. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean it's a lot bigger than my than the bedroom we had at the house before. Mm -hmm. So we're not we're not lacking for space there. But uh, yeah, the farm it's it's kind of crowded. So yeah, so I definitely am you know using some of these techniques there, or I I should say I need to use some of these techniques there. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean I think one of the things that really can make the room feel too small is too much in it. Wouldn't you agree? Too much furniture? Yeah. And, you know, that happens in a bedroom. And also I think as um, you know, we we tend to put everybody else's needs ahead of our own. And, and I'm speaking very generally, but I think it's true. Um, women tend to do that. 
there, there are probably some men listeners here. So maybe you would agree, or maybe you do that too. Um, so your bedroom, I know for me was always sort of on the bottom of the list. Like, oh, we'll do the kitchen and then we'll do the kids room and let's make sure the, the room where we're watching TV is, is this. And oh, and of course the dining room, everybody sees that when you come in. So your bedroom, I think tends to go like yourself sometimes. That's why I'm suggesting the self-present <laughs> tends to go on the bottom of the list. And in addition to that, sometimes it becomes the magnet for piles of clothes that need to be folded or, you know, just stuff you don't know where to put. Well, stick it in the bedroom because it's not a really public space. And then your bedroom not only has a lot of furnishings in it and whatnot and your own personal belongings, but then it's a magnet for other things or other people's things like your kids' whatevers. Um, so I, you need to look at it with a critical eye and get all that out of there. It, it kind of harkens back to the days when you had a, the fancy living room that was for guests only. And then you had, so that would be your showcase. That's where you would have your guests, your front room. That's what my grandparents call it, the front room. Mm-hmm. And that's just kind of the fancy place where you had guests, but you wouldn't, you know, when you were a kid, you would never go in. You weren't allowed in there if there weren't guests. <laughs> but then there was, I mean, that's the way it was at our house. But the place that the family hung out for, for reals, where we right. actually spent time was actually this danky little place in the basement where we're like <laughs> crowded on top of each other. And really it's ridiculous yeah. thought this fancy, nice room. I mean, it wasn't really fancy in our house, but this room that's all dressed up just for public consumption. And then the room that you're using every day is just yeah. this, this uh, dank, you know, corner. You right, know, in the basement. Right, right, right. So, I mean, I think that there's that, that mentality kind of has carried over over time into, you know, the bedroom. It's not a public space. It's not a place where you're going to have guests over. So that's the place that we kind of uh, ignore, but you know, I love the French, you know, I love the French way of doing things. And, you know, back in the day, there was mm-hmm. the idea of the salon and the great lady, and she would have uh, artists over and painters and writers, and she would entertain, and it would actually be in her bedroom. Oh, ooh, la la. I didn't know that. That's the way. Well, that's what I understand if, I, if I'm reading correctly. Well, I'm not sure what ladies <laughs> you were talking no, no, about. No, no, but, but it was, but okay. they, no, 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 it wasn't Moving a right party. <laughs> People were fully dressed. <laughs> but, you know, I kind of like that idea of having it as thinking of it as that kind of a space where you could entertain if you were so inclined. You know, you got right. your friends up there. Right. But, you know, yeah, exactly. But think about it. You're, you're air quotes, entertaining yourself. Like, you need right. the sanctuary. And exactly. I think we all agree. And we're as... Time goes on. 219 is probably going to be, two, I keep saying 219. 2019 is probably going to be busier than 2018. So, you know, start now. It's, it's just, we're on the verge. We're on the cusp of the new year. After you, maybe even before you put away all your Christmas stuff or your holiday decorations, start to take a look at your room. And if you have a pile of clothes that need to be folded or put away in the corner. And if you have, you know, some doggy toys or you have other things laying around in there, sort of just say not, it's not happening anymore and find a place for those other things to go. So they don't just travel to your bedroom and get tossed in the bed and then thrown on the floor. And you know, I 
I do this as well. I, I even, I have a system now, but sometimes it happens and sometimes I revert back and, you know, the laundry room's overflowing and something just comes inside. But I really do try to keep things out of that room that aren't supposed to be in there. Now, that being said, there's a lot of things in your bedroom that sort of should be in there, but they might not be uh, being stored in the right way. Maybe you have too much furniture. Maybe you have too many dressers. Uh, you know, maybe the idea is that you should just pare down, you know, how many, and I'm talking to myself right now, how many black t-shirts do I need? You know, mm-hmm. so uh, these things, consider all of that. Um, and then maybe you can limit it, limit the amount of furniture that you have in there. So yeah. maybe the extra dresser isn't necessary. Mm-hmm. Right. I think too much furniture can really crowd your space. And this is the beauty of trying this. If you think you might have too much furniture in your bedroom, here's the tip. Pull something out. Don't give it away. Don't throw it away. Don't sell it. Just move it out of the space into another bedroom, into the hallway or something temporarily and see and live with it for a week and see what it feels like. Does it feel more roomy? Are you missing that storage? Uh, But if you're missing the storage, maybe the solution is not to put it back in, but to have less things in your bedroom, maybe get rid of some things because, you know, 80% of what's in our closet, we hardly ever wear, let's face it. So you probably can pare down. But I love that idea of just temporary pulling something out because then you can, it's it's very reversible and it gives you time to really get comfortable with your decision. So you're not making any rash decisions on getting rid of furniture. But, you know, another thing beyond the size of your chairs and chests and how many things are in that room, I also think about the size of the bed because I think these days a lot of people have king-size beds. And if you have a king-size bed, you really need a king-size room for it. So really think about if you have the right size bed for your room, make sure that it can really handle that size bed in there. Well, I'll tell you this. I would never, we have always slept on a king-size bed and I would never go back. Uh, I'm not (laughs) a giant person. I mean, Peter's tall, but he's not a giant person either. But uh, we do have um, the king and the queen. It is nice. The king who also like to sleep with us on occasion, Emma and Edith. Um, And it's just, you know, just like your side of the bed. It's just the kind of bed we've always had. And so although our room is not gigantic, but because that's a priority or something I would never consider changing, then, you know, that means that one side of it doesn't have a nightstand in our room. But, you know, that's a trade-off that we need to make and we're, we're willing to make for the size of the bed. And it's really the way you use, use the bed. And if it's a, king size bed that has a big wooden headboard and a footboard and there's just a it, there's a lot of visual weight to it you may want to consider either changing the headboard and the footboard even if you want to keep the size of the mattress uh, maybe just removing the footboard is a possibility I don't have any footboard on my bed and I think that does open up the space a little bit. Uh, and maybe if it's wooden and dark, maybe you'd want to paint it a lighter color if possible or switch it out to some sort of light upholstered headboard, something that's going to not take up as much visual uh, weight and space um, in the room could make a tremendous difference, even if the expanse of the bed is the same. The footboard thing, I think you're really onto something there because the footboard really does visually crowd a room. So right. I think if 
yeah, so that's something. Now, if you're switching from a headboard footboard to just the headboard, you're going to need to switch to a Hollywood frame. But that is something that that you can do. And I know at the farm, well, and what you're saying is true too. Now, if you go to a smaller size bed, it's going to help make the room feel bigger. But you know what? If you love your king size bed, you know it's making your room look a little smaller, but you don't care, then, you know, that's your call. I mean, you're going to do what's best, you know, for your, you need to make, you know, you're just going to have to make that call on what's best. And and at our farm, the the room is not that big and we do have the king size bed. And I'm going to be honest with you, I really, really like the king size bed and I miss it, you know, when yeah. we're in the city because it's so nice to have your space there. Space is good. Yeah. I know. And back to that, uh, the footboard again, it, it, I think what it does, it's, it's like a stopping point, you know, so think of if I know if I'm walking into my room, the bed is to the left, but I would, if there was a footboard, I would see that my eye would stop. Then it would start again with the part portion of the carpet you would see. And then not too far from there, you'd see the window and that's the, the end of the, the perimeter of the room. So it'd be all these stop points, which when you, when your eye breaks something up like that, it seems smaller. Um, some other bedrooms, maybe you walk in and the first thing you're looking at is the, the back, the exposed part of the, the footboard. And again, that's doing the same thing. It's stopping your eye. And then you're looking at whatever's on the bed and the pillows. And then you see the headboard and then you see the wall beyond it. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. I want to remind you that we are available for design consults. We take on your design dilemmas, questions, renovations, any project you want to talk about, any room, any space. We are here for you. And we really do enjoy doing these. And I think we've helped people a lot. So if you want to sign up for a consult, head to the link in the show notes. It's decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash consult. We hope to talk to you soon. So breaking it up is not a good idea if you're trying to give the impression of a more expansive space. So what you'll want to do is, whether we're talking about the type of bed or just this is a general um, tip, is to keep all the colors very similar. In the light tones would be great, softer colors. So it's more monochromatic in those lighter tones and your eye can just keep flowing and it'll go naturally from one thing to the next, whether it's the the bed, uh, duvet, down to the carpet and then to maybe an upholstered chair and then maybe they'll see some drapery and then then your eye is looking out the window or something like that. That's going to give your impression of a lot more space. Oh, I definitely agree with you. I think that uh, the limited colors is going to be very helpful to make it feel cohesive and just make it feel pulled together and then also help it feel more expansive. And I was thinking too about if you have chairs or a chair in your bedroom, think about visual weight, visual space, not just the footprint of the chair. If it feels crammed, but you feel like you still need a chair in there, but your club chair is too big, try switching it out for a chair that's a smaller, more like a dining room size chair. And here's the the other thing is not only does that have a smaller footprint, but it has less visual weight. So that's mm-hmm. another way you can make your room feel lighter is use a chair with less visual weight, meaning it has legs that you can see through. It's not skirted. 
it's, uh, you know, so it, that's just going to feel like it doesn't use up as much space in the room or rather than maybe a trunk as a, as a, a little table by a, or a chest, you know, you might even look for a more open airy table that you're using, Mm -hmm. for example, next to a chair or next to you or as nightstands, use something that has space that you can see underneath it. And that's, that's going to really help the room feel bigger. Yeah. That's a really subtle point that people may not even consider Even the nightstands, if you think of sort of in your head, a traditional nightstand, it's usually sort of this uh, box, you know, on its side with maybe three drawers and it kind of goes to the floor and it's just kind of this solid piece of wood. If you just picture like, you know, the typical, you know, look in the dictionary under nightstand, that's probably what you would see. But if you changed that out and you did something that had even just small feet, if you could somehow see under it, and certainly if you, if it has maybe a shelf instead of a closed, three closed drawers and you can see the wall behind you, this just all gives your eye tips that, you know, this space continues and it gives the impression of it being much bigger. Um, allowing the natural light to come in also does that. So if you have uh, shades or drapes or a combination thereof, even if you're a person who really needs it to be super dark and you have blackout shades and things like that, situate them such that during the day, you can put slide them to the side. So maybe put them on rings, make sure that the shades can go up and down and and use the mechanisms and open it up and let the light in until it's time to go to bed. That with your eye being able to see out, that's also going to give the impression that it's much bigger. You know, as we're talking about being able to see under things, what about even you can skip a a bed skirt on your bed and just kind of have a cover over your, over your um, mat, uh, the the box springs or base, whatever, depending on what kind of mattress you have. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's something that's done a lot. If, especially if you have a Hollywood frame, it's not going to look good. But if you have, you know, a nice headboard footboard, you know, a lot of times you can do that. It looks quite, quite nice. And then yeah. you can see under the bed and it, it just looks more open, but you can't use it for storage then. That's a, yeah, that's the trade up there. Laura has that in her room because she has an antique bed, which uh, has a mm-hmm. headboard and a, and a very tall headboard and a ele- pretty elaborate footboard. But her room is small, but we've kept it very, because she has an extra room as well for her homework and hanging out and whatnot. Her bedroom itself although it's small, doesn't have the feel. She has very big windows um, and we have very minimal furniture there. It's really her bed and one dresser and she has two very slim nightstands. Um, but yeah, I put one of those box spring covers. So it's, if no, if people, I'm not sure what that is. It's a really a decorative cover that can go over the box spring. So you don't have to have something coming over it to, and, uh, you know, to cover it. And it really looks nice. Hers is sort of a quilted material and it's really pretty. Yes. And while we're talking about the bedroom, I did want to mention, if you if you missed it, I have a new collection with soft surroundings. And I know Kelly has a mirror from the collection, but it's it's beautiful things for your home and a lot of things that you can have for your bedroom. There's a mirror, there are lamps, uh, there's a chest that you could use. Uh, but I, you could even use the chest in a hallway. It's not just for a bedroom, but these are things that I've curated from Soft Surroundings. And we'll have a link in the show notes, but you can even go to softsurroundings.com and do a search for Cedar Hill Farmhouse and you'll see the uh, the collection there. 
but that's something uh, that I think will make a nice addition for your for your bedroom if you're looking for something. Oh, yeah. Well worth. And it could be that gift to yourself um, in conjunction with making your bedroom bigger and more beautiful. Something from there is absolutely gorgeous. You can't go wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, another tip is if, you, if you're thinking about going a little more uh, either DIY or hiring someone in to change your bedroom a little bit, horizontal planking does a lot to expand a space. It takes, you know, continues your eye around the room. And so if you wanted to do some sort of horizontal planking, even on one wall, maybe the wall behind your bed, or if the room is really small, it might be something really charming to do all the way around to give the room some texture. And so, and expand the space at the same time. So, you know, look on Pinterest, Look for horizontal planking. You obviously often refer to a shiplap, but you know shiplap kind of has this farmhouse country look associated with it. It can be a little bit more um, streamlined looking. It can be a little uh, crisper and cleaner looking too. So have a look. And maybe that's something that would work for you. Maybe you don't even have a headboard. Maybe you do the horizontal planking on the wall behind your bed and that is it. And that will simplify the room and paint it white or maybe a dove gray, something like that could be absolutely really beautiful. Um, and it might just add the, the also the interest that you would need if you're going to be reducing the amount of furniture in the room, but it still have something going on. Yeah, and I can't remember if you mentioned the idea of using, like you did, a shelf instead of a nightstand. No, uh, I didn't go into that because uh, I just mentioned that we didn't have one, but yeah. Right, but that's something that you can do. Again, the shelves on the wall do not require a footprint. And so if you don't have room for a table, but you need more storage, it's a great way to add some is to add some shelving in your room. Yeah, what Anita's referring to is... uh, if you missed those at that episode where I talked about, I think we were talking about nightstands in particular or something like that. So we can't have a nightstand on one side. So I went into the studs when we were doing the construction here and created these three narrow shelves in between the studs right next to the bed because there's a little piece of wall that juts out. So it's a very unique situation. I mean, you would have to either, you know, try to recreate it or you just have a room that had this extra little spot popping out there. But it really works really well for us. Right. Well, and listen, that's fantastic uh, solution for your room. But, you know, if you don't want to go to that hassle, you can just buy shelves. Oh, sure. To, to mount on the wall. So you don't have to cut into your wall if you don't want to. That was just a very clever. Kelly just wanted to be clever in her house. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I was trying to get every inch out of it um, and make it work as well as it could f- for us. And so that was going into the studs is something I've done before. We had a, we called it the sippy cup cabinet that was in our last house because the girls were so little and we just you know you have mugs and sippy cups and like they start to pile up so we did that there on a long cabinet in the kitchen and that was a great use of space rather than just having this that is a great lost wall you know on the side of the fridge we went into the wall so that i just kept that idea stuck with me and i so we were able to use that same concept here in the bedroom um so we're saying you could put shelves on either side to either um, 
um, create some sort of nightstand. Just you just need a little plateau, right? And so if you're in a situation like that, you probably don't have space to put an actual table lamp or a lamp that's going to sit on it. So how about some sconces? And you could do ones that need to be hardwired, or you could do the kind that don't need to be hardwired, and you can just plug, just them plug in. in. Yeah, that's a great. Yeah, if you don't have room for a lamp, that's a fabulous solution. I love, I love well sconces. I really do. Yeah, I think it's a really sharp look. It's a very um, fresh look. Well, and how to hide those cords? You. We have an episode coming up about how to hide the cords. I'm very excited about that. Oh my gosh. That's going to be a great episode because mm-hmm. that is so, um, I don't want to say near and dear to my heart. It's like near and uh, I don't know what the word would be, but. <laughs> well, it's something, not it's a, big, it's a big problem. Every It sounds boring, which, uh, you know, it might be, but it's a problem that we all it's have. It's not going to be boring. Oh, no, no, we're not. No, we, I, we are not going to be boring, but I'm saying it might, uh, to the un- Observant. Oh, yeah. It might appear yes. that it's going to be on the boring. surface. It might yes. appear, mm. but no, we're going to go deep. And I, we know mm. that's a problem a lot of people have. But um, yeah, you can hide the cords. You could cover them with those fabric cord covers. But I love the the metal covers, and you can get them at Lamps Plus. I'm sure you could get them on Amazon if you didn't have a Lamps Plus. Oh, near let's you. save it. Let's save it. Oh, let's save it. Okay. But so. <laughs> So just to make your sconces look good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. She's not going to let me say the rest of it now. I'll talk to you about it later. Um, So, you know, one of our tips, and you guys can probably fill in the blank, if I was, we were going to hang our draperies in a room that we wanted to appear larger, would we hang them really low, right on the top of the molding, or would we go all the way up as high as we could? I think we know the answer to that. Yes, I I think I hear people saying, hang them high, hang them high. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, put those drapes as high as you can go. Make sure you buy them long enough. Or if you have ones that you're, you haven't hung high and they're not long enough, just add something on the bottom. How, try a flounce, put some trim, um, put a different color in a similar fabric. Um, just like make it a little bit color blocky if you don't want to invest in in new ones. That's probably, you know, kind of an easy fix. Um, but another thing too on the curtains, because, you know, the traditional ways to have a panel on either side of the window to make the room feel bigger and just because I like the look, I typically do a panel. If I, there's two windows, I will do a panel on the left side of the left window and the right side of the right window. So just one panel, I mean, thick enough you know, where you could actually cover the window, but just the panels on the outsides of the two windows and not on the that inner side of the windows. And that, that really kind of makes it feel more open. I have that too. And my, my windows are not even on the same wall. So there's one window on the side wall of the house and there's one window right in front of us. And I just extended the, it, it looks really good. In fact, I saw it in your bedroom and I was like, oh, how can I recreate this here? So I just had the rod go further. Mm-hmm. So it just sort of looks like it's the it's the right way, you know, and it looked and you, I could pull them all the way across if I wanted to. But because I also have the shades, I think that that adds to that look in a really good way and makes it all work. If you well, have it, the shades, uh, the you know, the woven shades under it as well. Right. And we would be remiss if we didn't mention sometimes having curtains in the room makes the room feel smaller. So that's an option too, is mm-hmm. to take your curtains down. And and this is another one of those very reversible things. Uh, don't 
don't take your curtain rod down just yet. If you're thinking you might want to remove the curtains, just take the curtains off of the rod and leave. If you're not sure, leave it like that for a week and then kind of decide if you like it. And if you do, then you can take the curtain rods down. But, you know, I'm all for, you know, really being sure you want to do something before you, you know, dive in all the way. <laughs> no, you're really not. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're kind of a leaper, but that's okay. Which I love about you. We don't need to but, you know. spreading that to everyone. No, but I mean, if you can test the waters, te- yeah. go definitely go ahead and test. And if you if you're thinking, oh yeah, but I really want draperies. A, I want the privacy. B, I kind of like the sense of having another fabric and texture in the room because I have a hardwood floor or what have you. Then consider if they aren't already getting drapes or curtains that are very similar, if not almost exactly the color of the wall. Yes, I think that is an excellent idea. That is really something that I'm not sure everybody thinks about, but I think that's a great idea. You know, and it might seem like, oh, that's boring. Here we go with boring again. But no, it's really not because you're trying, I think, in a bedroom. You don't really necessarily want a lot of tension in your, at all, of course, but it's certainly not in your fabrics and colors if you, if you don't have to have that. I mean, this is supposed to be a place of peace and calm, if at all possible. So if you go a more monochromatic route, you're going to achieve that. And again, it's one of these really subtle things that, you might not even know is going on when you walk into a room that's like that or you see a room like that on the internet and for whatever reason it resonates with you with like, ah, oh, you might not say to yourself, oh, that's because the drapes are very similar grease to the wall, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. because the nightstands have legs and aren't solid wood to the floor. You know, but it's all these little things that add up that really create the sense of space and also calm and tranquility, which is should be your goals there. Yeah, I agree. And certainly a mirror, whether it's a mirror that you use for getting ready or it's just decorative, I think that if you have any room that you want to appear larger, um, you need to have a mirror in there and the bigger is better. Yes. And I love the big gridded mirrors, Mm -hmm. like the one in the soft surrounding collection that I put together because it kind of looks like it's a faux window in a way. Right. And the bigger sized ones add so much light to the room. And especially if you can angle them so that you're reflecting the outdoors, it really does do a nice faux window for you. Uh, so that's going to help too. Yeah. If you've got, if you've got more light and the reflection in there. So absolutely. I think the mirror for a small room is a great idea. Yeah. And on the same sort of note, art. Uh, and again, you know, art is very subjective. So whatever art means to you, but art is going to give you the eye something else to focus on beyond the physical perimeters of the room. So in, in and of itself, art, no matter what it is, is going to expand the space. So you'll, you know, your eye looks at the painting or the we say, or the print, or your kid's artwork, or whatever it is, and it's seeing beyond the walls of the room. So, but not, you want to have maybe one or two tops, three, depending on the size of the room, pieces of rather large art. If you're doing a 
a whole gallery wall. I would save that for some other place in your, your house. I don't think that's a good spot, that being the bedroom for a gallery wall. I think it's too busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want that peace and calm like you talked about. So I like a few large pieces of artwork. And this is where you want to put the things that you really, really love. This is where I have really an oversized painting of two girls together. And it always reminded me of my two girls. And it's in my bedroom. So it's one of the first things I see when I wake up in the morning. So it's it's something that's really meaningful to me. And I love that. And reflective surfaces. So, you know, beyond the mirror, if your room is small, if you can add in maybe a, a mirrored nightstand. I love little mirrored furniture and the mm-hmm. little accent pieces Very are blingy. just so charming. Yeah. But, you know, in kind of a, you know, it can be in sort of a subtle way, depending on what it's mixed with. Sure. If you're doing it, well, you know, like with hot pink and, you know, other furry things and whatnot, it could be, you know, a different kind of look. But if it's just sort of mixed in with muted tones and whatnot, you know, it's there, but it might not be screaming at you. Um, so I think a little bit of that goes a long way. Maybe some mercury glass accessories. If you're going to have a candle or something like that, put it in a mercury votive, uh, uh, shimmery fabrics even could be great. Adding the, something that's going to be a little bit reflective or like a dresser tray with a mirror on it. If you are lucky enough to have some sort of vanity area All those things will add just little subtle hints that coming all together will make your room feel bigger. Yeah, I think think that's great. And like we said, if you've got too much clutter in there, maybe you need to get rid of some things. That's that. I mean, I hate to say it, but that's kind of our solution to most anything. That's kind of where you start. That's a starting point for sure. Yeah, it is. Seems to be like for about anything, especially in a bedroom where you just tend to have things accumulate. They grow. Piles yeah. get bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's and just good to kind of go through and see what you can get rid of. Right. And we didn't mention it when we were talking about the bed. Um, but if you are going to invest in a different bed, whether it be the size or shape or no footboard or what have you, there's a lot of good bed options with storage these days. Whereas I think, you know, up until pretty recently, a lot of it was kind of like this you know, assemble it yourself, Ikea stuff. And then, you know, maybe you, it would fall apart or, you know, you'd pull the I'm drawer out. I'm thinking of a waterbed look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It didn't, didn't have a great look, but now there's some really beautiful options out there that look really well made. Um, so I would be very careful in choosing something like that. I, we once tried something like that, putting, we're not great at putting big pieces of furniture together, but, um, you know, the kinds that come with its own Allen wrench and all of that. And we tried that for for mm-hmm. my daughter, Ava, here, because where her bedroom is on the third floor, you really can't carry up a bed in one piece. There's no way to get it up the stairs. So we just, oh, well, we'll, we'll put it together up there. Um, so she had one of those mattresses in a box, which was a godsend that those things came on the market. So we could get her mattress up there. And then we put this thing together and, you know, Maybe I would have been a little more careful, but even me, you know, being careful, you know, the drawers came off the track, things like that. So I wouldn't want to send you down that road, you know, cautionary tale here. If you're going to do storage under your bed, 
I think you probably have to pay up a little bit for it to for it to be really sturdy because you think you're sleeping on it. That's a lot of pressure, and then the drawers are being opened and shut. Uh, but wow, you know that's a whole area where you can store a heck of a lot of stuff, especially if it's um, seasonal things that you're not necessarily getting to every day. Could be a yeah. great option. And actually, I was just thinking, I'm redoing, you know, my daughter moved into a group home. She's the one who has Down syndrome. And I am working on a project right now to completely redo the room for her uh, and her new roommate, Danielle, who's just adorable. She's, hmm. I just love her. She's so wonderful. And uh, so we're, it, there's kind of heavy, chunky, dark wood headboards and footboards in there now. And I'm going to a an iron, kind of an antique iron looking bed they're not they're not uh, headboards so we're not going to have the footboard mm-hmm. and it's and the iron i think an iron a uh, iron headboard is going to look more again visually less heavy yeah so that's another thing that we're doing and then i'm getting rid of the dark furniture in there and we're going with white it's two girls i think the white will be nice for them oh this can be beautiful oh mm-hmm. i can't wait. yes you have, to, you have to take before i i know i know so those that's kind of the changes i have now and then uh, I'll have to think about what I'm doing on the walls and the beds, but those are some things that I'm doing that I think are going to hit. And it's a very tiny, tiny room. So, right. uh, yeah, so I'll see if I can share, but some pictures, but it'll probably be a month or so before that's all done. Oh, that's going to be great. What a great thing to be doing too. Oh, Danielle is probably so excited as well. And you know, one thing we didn't talk about, which is yes, what? really surprising. What? We didn't talk about the bedding. Oh, Yes. Uh, Yes. So I think if you really want to expand your space, why not go all white or shades Mm -hmm. of white? I mean, I love mixing different types of whites, whether it's, you know, an ecru or a a real bright white or a a nice off white. Mm -hmm. Even mixing them all together is really lovely. And there's just nothing like white bedding. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, one of my favorite things to do on the bedding. Yeah, I think the white is really a great way to go. And we do have some white bedding at our bespoke decor dot store. Check out the the long drop, which is I love a long drop. But again, try if you really are needing to feel more space in your room, another thing you can do is a beautiful white linen sheet on your bed tucked in. Uh, it's kind of a more modern look. It's more minimalistic, uh, but it's something that minimalist, I should say. But that's something that you can try also. But I mean, my personal favorite is a long drop, hands down. Absolutely my favorite. But that's something else, you know, that you can try. Yeah. And if you are somebody who likes a lot of pillows because you like the look or you like, uh, you know, a lot of squishy comfort, if you're doing a whole bunch of different pillows with different patterns and things like that, again, that's going to be taking up visual space. It can be stopping your eye, no matter how pretty they are. If your ultimate goal is to make your room feel bigger and calmer, going monochromatic and particularly all white on the bedding will achieve that or will take you a long way down that road. I lo- I, I'm excited to even make some tweaks in my bedroom because um, I think I might have a pile in there right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> As we're talking about that. So, yeah. Um, okay. So, we have a listener question today from Jennifer D. Jennifer writes in, she's digging the podcast, and um, she loves color. She has dark brown leather couches. 
She's wondering, should she lighten up? And if so, what pillows are going to look good? Now, we didn't get any pictures. I was going to ask for more pictures, but I kind of thought, you know, going along the lines of listening to a decorating podcast, we could just do this without seeing the room and see the kind of tips that we come up with for Jennifer and anybody else who has this situation. Well, yeah, it would be helpful to see the pictures, but one approach would be, but one thing to think about is if you have dark brown leather sofas, I think you have to be careful about what you add to it because if you want to lighten up, that's kind of a white look or a, you know, very neutral look is not really necessarily, well, it depends on how you do it. You, You could make it work. But sometimes I kind of feel like somebody has an apple and they're trying to make it into an orange and it just is better to accept that it's an apple and work with it as as an apple. Mm -hmm. So I think in that case, I would probably try some colors that just seem to really go well with the sofa. But you can also, because I'm not sure white is going to look that great. Like a white, for example pillow, I'm not sure, or even pastels, probably not going to look good with that. So I think you need to somehow draw in the warmth of the sofa, but you could kind of maybe get some patterned fabrics that are going to go with both. For example, I know there's some blues that go very well with brown. So maybe a blue and brown patterned pillow might be really gorgeous with that sofa. Yeah. uh, That's a really nice point that you made about, you know, sometimes you just you you have an apple and you should just embrace the apple and enjoy it for its crispness and all that and not try to peel it and make it an orange. I think that's a really good point, Anita. Um, I do think that there is a way to work with the brown leather couches if you want to lighten it up, but it isn't going to be bright white linen pillows and things like that. You can't, right. there, you have to find some middle ground. So, you know, with leather, I'm in my mind, like sort of picturing it might be sort of a distressed leather. And if it is something like that, maybe you could work with textured ecru colored or off-white, um, softer whites, not ones that are uh, quite as stark and a lot of texture. But I do agree with you, particularly since Jennifer's telling us that she loves color. Well, why not just go with the color? You could add, you could have some white in the pillows, but you know what? I love with brown, particularly like a chocolate brown, teal. I just think that is mm. so stunning together. Oh yeah, that's a great idea. Uh, you know, and then you... Uh, you know, I you could even throw in some a pink or something like that, and and whites and creams and colors like that. You don't necessarily have to go. Oh, I have a brown couch, so I need to have red and gold and green. You can take it off road there and go with a different color palette, but definitely, I think you need the the leather couches make a big statement and. They need something a little robust to go with them. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of what I was saying. Although I, you know, I think we both love pink with brown and a soft blue with brown. Yes. So I think you could get away with those for sure. So Jennifer, if you want to follow up with some photos of what's going on in the rest of your room, we'd be happy to dive back in for you. But those are our thoughts today. And I'll I'll let you know in an email that we talked about your question on episode 292. Um, If anybody else has any questions, please send them in. We are... 
we were becoming inundated, but we're loving it. And, you know, it's been oh, it's fantastic. Christmas time and we're trying to respond to everybody and do all these other things. So if we haven't gotten to your question yet, uh, we will. And if we haven't responded to your email yet, we will for sure. We see them all, we read them all, and uh, we appreciate every single one of them. This has been so much fun. Thanks for sharing your day with us. And remember, we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. Hey, everybody. We want to thank you so much for listening to Decorating Tips and Tricks. And we want to make it even easier for you to listen. And it's easier if you subscribe. You just click the subscribe button on our website, www decoratingtipsandtricks.com or you can subscribe through Apple Podcast or any of your favorite podcast listeners. So until next time.